Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, VA fam, it's time for the VAQA, the VAQA, with VAQA, with Man Day all by herself. And y'all know how awkward I feel singing that song. So I had to bring a friend today because I don't want to be alone in the studio. While Tiffany is living her best life in Egypt, I am here with y'all for this week's BAQA. And I am joined by one of our BA fam, one of our BA listeners, Yassine, who is not that far away from me. We're actually both in New York. She's calling in from the BX. Hey, Yassine, welcome to Brown Ambition. Hi, thank you. Happy to be here. So excited to have you. The melanin is popping, the tea, <laughs> like you. everything is just like, wow. Thank you should you. do Colgate commercials, <laughs> is what I'm thank saying. You. <laughs> but that's not why you're here today. So let's take a listen to your question. I love this question. It's one that actually I have gotten a lot um, from people who had their annual reviews in 2020 at the beginning of 2023. Um, and we're just a little underwhelmed by what happened in terms of their pay. So let's take a listen to Yasin's question. So I started recently at a um, financial firm. Um, it's a big one, so I don't want to say the name just in case. Um, but uh, it's been almost nine, ten months, and we just went over our like our end of year review and everything. And they were handing out bonuses, raises, and promotions. I did not expect a, a promotion or like you know I was happy that I got a bonus, but I did kind of expect a raise just because it's been almost a year that I've been there and inflation is crazy. So I wanted to know, am I being kind of uh, a little extra for expecting something? Or is there like something that I can say or do that would kind of like have me be able to revisit the conversation with my manager? Okay, Yasin. So paint the picture for me. You've been at this job for a little less than a year now, right? Okay. And where are you at in your career? Like early career, mid? Uh, I just started. So three years in, um, but this is my third job. So... (laughs) Because, you know, black don't crack. You can either be 22 or like 62. And I would just want to be clear on that. Okay. So you're very young, early in your career. Okay. So you've been there less than a year. It's totally not uncommon to get a so-so raise when you're newer to the company, especially when you've been there less than a year. And like you're not working for a small company. This is like a big bank, you said, right? A 
big bank during challenging economic times, they're gonna be very stingy with their budget for compensation, increases, adjustments, bonuses, all that stuff. So it's not shocking to me that you didn't get a significant raise. Can I ask, did you get like the standard annual increase? And if so, how much was it? So I didn't get a raise at all. I got a bonus and I'm, I was surprised that I did get the bonus, but I was hoping um, for a raise as well because inflation has been a little crazy. So I was hoping that at least they would kind of raise my um, my salary so it will match inflation. But I guess that was the crazy part for me. Are your friends like, here's a tiny violin for you. You got a bonus, <laughs> not a raise. <laughs> yes. They're like, okay, girl, you need to calm down. At least you got something. <laughs> No, that is true. We want to be grateful for that. But I don't believe in playing small. I think what you could what you could do in this situation. So you got a bonus. What was the percentage of your pay that your bonus was? Was it like 10%, 5%? It was a little under 10%. I think it was like 8%. That's really freaking dope, dude. That's pretty great. And here's what I'll say. Here's why they'd prefer to do a bonus over a raise. Because a bonus for them is a one-time, it's a one-time hit to their budget, right? And whereas giving you that 10% annual raise, they're promising to do that for the next forever, as long as you're there, right? So and you work for a bank, so you probably understand like this is just going to hit the books a little bit differently. I think that bonus says a lot about probably the quality of the work that you're doing, the fact that they want you to be happy and stick around. I'd almost even call that like a baby retention bonus. Like we can't give you a raise, but here's some money. Like just be happy for now. But I wouldn't necessarily say you have to take that money and be silent about it. I think you can absolutely, even though it's been how long since you had the initial like conversation with your manager? So we had our conversation in December, right before we left for the holidays. And um, she wasn't sure that I was going to get the bonus, actually, because in my contract, it's not um, a given. It's something that's, um, I forget the word. <laughs> There's a specific word for it. I forgot it. <laughs> it's um, it's oh, by their discretion, I guess, by my manager's discretionary. Discretion. Oh, yes, yeah. 100%. A discretionary yeah. bonus. That's it doesn't the word. exist unless they decide it exists. <laughs> exactly. It. Yeah. So um, she wasn't even sure if I was going to get the bonus. So I was happy. That's why I was like, I'm so happy and I'm still grateful that I did get the bonus. I just I was a little, um, you know, let down that I didn't get a raise because a lot of my friends who are also in the same industry did get a raise to match with inflation and also a bonus. So I'm just like, mm, maybe I'm yeah, I'm asking for too much. <laughs> No, I don't think you're asking to, for too much. I mean, you've you've been there less than a year. So in terms of like, it's you're in a lot better position than someone who got hired five years ago at that company, because like their pay that they started at, you know, with inflation, it's eating and eating and eating away at that your pay is on a newer level, like you are getting paid in 2022 dollars 20, you know, so I wouldn't feel as much urgency around like, oh, I could be making a lot more and like inflation's eating up my money. That being said, it sounds like even with your manager, there wasn't a lot of clarity around how compensation would happen and compensation rewards. So in this case, and I actually think I have, um, I came up with a, a four scripts that workers can use in December, I, I published it. It's called ultimate year end review scripts. But really, there are four scripts that anyone can use to open a dialogue with their managers when they want to talk about compensation, like you're underpaid, you're given a bunch more responsibilities, you want more money, or in your case, you just want to understand like 
how does this, how do y'all decide like what goes into these decisions? But what I would say is, why not have a conversation with your manager and say, you know, I'm super grateful that the bonus came through. That's awesome. But I'm curious um, what the company's, you know, process or policy around annual raises is because I was a little I was surprised to not have received any pay raise. Um, you can say surprised. You can say I was a little concerned or a little disappointed. Um, you know, make it clear that you're grateful for the raise and all of that. But you're really asking just to be so that you can get more transparency and insight into what went into that decision. And I wouldn't be surprised if what you hear from her is like, I don't know, Yasin. <laughs> like, I didn't get a raise either. I don't know. But like, that just means that maybe then it's a question for her manager, you know, or maybe it's a question for HR. Like, I, I think sometimes we assume that our managers are going to be like the badasses and they can get answers for us and all of that. But sometimes they're just one of many, many in the long line of like, you know, chain of command, and they may not feel confident asking those questions. But if you push and you advocate for yourself, it's more likely you will get those answers. And if she ends up being a dead end, you could go to an HR, do you have like an HR business partner? You could go to them for sure and ask for some clarity. I, I wanted to ask, um, I guess, a side question. It's it's the same thing. Um, but uh, when it comes to bringing having this conversation, should I wait till my mid-year review, um, which, which is in like about two, three months? Or should I just have that conversation now? I wouldn't wait. I mean, you at this point, so you and I are talking in early March. You guys had your review, annual review in December. I wouldn't wait because like, would I would rather you go into the mid-year review understanding better, like what your chances are of getting a raise. Even maybe she might even tell you, well, for people who didn't get a bump at the end of this year, then we're considering that for, you know, mid-year. And then it kind of gives you peace of mind. There's, I feel like you have more to gain by asking now than to lose. If you phrase phrase it in the right way, like, you know, I've been giving it more thought. I know it's been a couple of months since we, you know, talked about the annual review and compensation changes. The bonus was unexpected and I'm very excited about that. But since I wasn't given a raise, do you think it'll be possible to revisit that at the mid-year point? Could be another way for you to ask about it versus like, just what I recommended earlier, which was, do you have any idea like what goes into those decisions about who does and doesn't get a raise and, you know, how I, what can I expect moving forward? Now you have this, the fact that I now I know that you have a mid-year review coming up, you can literally say like, could we revisit that at the mid-year? You know, don't talk about inflation though. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was my whole argument, but yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't, don't talk about inflation. Talk about the quality of your work. You know, you've been there a year, a little less than a year. Just the bonus itself, unless they're just giving money to anybody out there, the bonus itself tells me that you're good at your job and they value you. Would you agree? I would like to think so. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can say that bonus clearly tells me that I am, I'm making an impact. I'm having, I'm being valued. That's really exciting for me. And like, make it clear that you're asking because you want to understand that you're valued and what that will look like in the form of a raise instead of just the, the one-time bonus. All right, BA fam, you are listening to the BAQAA. We are going to take a quick break and be right back with more of your questions and our answers. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. 
Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know we work hard and we play hard, but when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you-know-what I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember, your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. 
Okay, BA fam, we are back answering more of your questions for the BAQA. Let's go. The reason you don't want to mention inflation is because companies, they everyone's going through inflation, right? And I'm sure that they have, I, I'm, I'm almost like positive that this big bank had a talk with the board, all the senior leaders, ha, you know, head of compensation, HR, all of them, and they decided... In, in light of inflation, how are we going to do raises this year and in light of the economy and, and all of that? And they made the choice that they made and that's not gonna change just for one person. You know, when it comes to like standard raises, if you feel like you warrant a merit-based pay increase, then you need to make that case based on what you believe, you know, what the merit is, like what have you done to deserve more? And so going into this conversation with your manager, you might want to take some time and, you know, just look at your highlight reel from 2022. And maybe you already have that. Like, did you put that together for your... Yeah, for the end of year. Review? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you can mention that. And again, reiterate the bonus was nice, but I'm also interested in what type of merit-based um, salary increase I can expect, especially heading into the mid-year review point, given my performance, you know, this past... At this, at that point, it'll be a year and a half ish. Yes, maybe, yes. something like that. Almost, yeah. <laughs> because merit based is just that's like something that they can, you know, push for, mm -hmm. not just like, well, Yasin's got inflation going on, like, so it's everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like at this point, you're early in your career, like you, like getting in that habit of being able to articulate your impact, and articulate, you know, what your performance, like how, how what the value is that you've brought to your team, is such a good skill to learn. And it may feel hella like how scale of one to 10, like how nervous are you maybe going into this conversation that I'm recommending? Like a six. <laughs> a six? Okay, not bad. Yeah. Like a Wait, nervous like a is at the 10 or at the one? Nervous is a 10. Okay, yeah, like a six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're nervous, right? Like it will get easier the more often you give yourself practice advocating for yourself. So that's why I'm like, go ahead and have the conversation now. And also think about from your manager's perspective, even though your review is in June, mm -hmm. is it June? Yes, year? It, it should be, yes. They may start having conversations around budgets for raises and bonuses in April and May. You know, so if you get in there now and she knows that Yasin would really like a little pay bump, maybe she'll be able to think about that, you know, as she heads into those compensation conversations heading into the mid-year point. I can't wait to try it. <laughs> I'm still nervous, but I can't wait. <laughs> nervous is good. I mean, it, it really is. Like you said, you've only been in this job. Well, you've been working professionally for a few years now? Yeah, three years. I've kind of been a part of that whole millennial, like job hopping thing. Where are it's you like still you're, millennial? You graduated three years ago? Of all, I don't know three, what the rules years are. Ago? I don't know what the rules are. I don't think I'm Gen Z. I don't think, I know I'm not Gen Z. I think I'm a, a like little. like my cousin. She's like... I don't know. I call her a Zoomer because she's got like boomer tendencies, but a Gen Z birth date. Anyway, Wait, I'm it's in fine. You can middle, join us in the Millennial Club. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm. I mean, I was born in the '90s, but like late '90s, so I'm a light '90s baby, not a '90s kid. If that makes sense. Gotcha, got. Yeah, I'm an '80s baby, not an '80s kid. Yeah, same, okay. late '80s. <laughs> yeah, so we're on the same page. We understand. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so I'm a part of that. You know. I had a job and it was great. And then I saw another job and they were paying more. So I left that job and went to that job. And that's how I kind of raised my salary um, 
for the past three years, um, I stayed at a job for almost a year or so. And then after that, I would like transition into something different. Started off in nonprofit. It was great. The money's not that great, but you know, helping people is great. Then I transitioned to sales and that was great. But it was all about like the numbers, numbers, numbers all the time. So I transitioned into marketing and I love it here. So that's why I'm like this this whole thing about like asking for a raise. It's kind of like the first time I'm kind of doing this because it's usually I'll just leave a job and they'll give me more money at the next job. <laughs> Which I am I I I I talk all about quitting your way rich and how quitting was a key strategy for me too. No, I'm not kidding. Like si I quit six times in ten years, but when you really enjoy a workplace and you like to work there and you're making an impact, it can be really rewarding to stick around and grow in that role. And of and of course, you know I am of the opinion that like job hopping doesn't ultimately it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be like super detrimental as long as you maintain your networks you have a good reason for leaving and i and i can already hear you like you you've tried different industries different types of places and you're figuring out what works for you and it wasn't nonprofit and it wasn't sales and like you can tell that to an interviewer and they're going to get it like they're going to understand and the more clarity you get like the less likely you will be to leave as frequently because you're going to be right? Like your bar is going to be higher for your next role and you're going to be more selective. And yeah, you will get to a point where I'm pretty, I like it here, you know? I do. Which is great. <laughs> and then in that case, then it's about building those relationships, continuing to advocate for yourself. And what was key for me is what I told you about is understanding like how the hell the sausage gets made. Like how do these compensation decisions happen? And I recognized, I, I realized rather um, that you can ask. And maybe the answer is we don't know, but that's kind of an answer. Like, oh, it's a little vague and ambiguous. So maybe I should just ask for whatever the hell I want because <laughs> there's no rules around here. I, I'm a firm believer of um, closed mouths don't get fed. Uh, so I, oh, I yeah. <laughs> so I like advocating is something that I like to do for myself and other, but others, but I just didn't know the right way to go about it. That's why I was like, let me ask you guys because you guys if are kind of the expert. If I had your teeth, I'd be like smiling and talking, open my mouth all the time. Everybody listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> you have a gorgeous smile. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. But uh, yeah, absolutely. Closed mouths don't get fed. And again, it's all about like practicing, asking those questions, having those conversations. You know, and I think, you know, if you're aiming to be a leader yourself one day or manage a team, remember what this lack of clarity, how it made you feel. And like that will help you be a better and more effective manager down the line as well. So this is all great experience for the first three years you know, just after graduating college. So my, I mean, kudos to you. You're kind of you. killing it. Thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Yasin. Thank you so much for submitting your question. Ooh, ooh, I didn't remind y'all. How can you be like Yasin and be in the virtual studio with us at Brown Ambition? You can head to our IG page. We are at Brown Ambition Podcast and submit a voice note. So you got 60 seconds to tell us your question, submit it, and you may get a fun email or DM. I don't know how it happened. Someone contacted you from Team Brown and Vision and got you in the studio. So submit your questions, y'all. We would love to hear from you. And I just want to say thank you again for all the love. And to Yasin, my Bronx sister, thank you for joining me today. And I hope that y'all have a great week.
The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.